que tú todo lo puedes, Señor. En esta hora, Padre, te pedimos por, por Josh y por TJ, Señor, y por este podcast. Te pedimos por aquellos que están escuchando, Señor, en este momento, que tú, Dios mío, traigas paz al que está necesitado de paz, Señor. Welcome to the Whole Church Podcast, your favorite church unity podcast, probably. If you want to hear from pastors, professors, and everything in between, right, sure. And, you know, the occasional train talk. Right, right, yeah. Uh, have we got the podcast for you? All right, welcome to the Whole Church Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Noll, and here's your co-host, Tiberius Warren. Yep, just TJ. Still hasn't got that down right. And today we have a special guest, Brother Jerry Brito. He says you can just call him Jerry if you're listening and want to call him by his name during the podcast for some reason. Uh, and yeah, we think it's going to be a very exciting episode. We're going to kind of touch on um, some of what's going on in the Hispanic church in America. Let's talk some about worship and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, I think TJ's going to let me talk about trains again. Yeah, I can't stop him. Yeah, yeah, it's good times. Trains. <laughs> yeah, we do. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and do that now. We do a, a, a sort of like a, I guess it's just like a quirky segment just for fun, where occasionally we talk about trains. It's called Train Talk. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, today, I have, so I follow uh, I follow news about trains just because I really like, you like trains. Yeah, I just really like trains. Okay. Yeah. They well, have... how about how about uh, that air conditioning system? You seen that commercial? <laughs> it's hard. To it's stop. hard to stop a train. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I've not seen that. God. That's exactly what he likes, actually. That well, sounds great. You know. <laughs> I, man, I just don't because I have like Hulu and everything. I just never see any commercials anymore. I don't. I think it's a radio commercial too. I don't know. I, I haven't seen it on TV. Yeah, I've but seen it on YouTube. Just, too. On YouTube? Yeah, you should look it up. I should look it up. We'll talk about that next week, guys. That'll be next week's training. All right. <laughs> you, should, you should probably get uh, some compensation for, you know, the advertising for train. Train is a unit, yeah. the, the, the AC unit or whatever. But, yeah. Train, train you have to pay us now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we, <laughs> no, this week I wanted to talk about the Shinkansen train system, specifically in Texas because uh, they, they've they been building one from Houston to Dallas. Uh-huh. And it's uh, it's interesting to me because, well, it saves energy. Also, less people on the roads because there's like, uh, they said it's like approximately 55,000 people travel from Dallas to Houston every week. So supposedly, you know, they're using that, less people on the roads, frees up space, helps the environment, all that. But also, what was really cool just looking into the Shinkansen, I can't say that, the whole train system, ever since it started and the other areas where it's at, the amount of accidents and stuff from transportation has gone down drastically. So I think that's really exciting, um, especially that it's finally making its way into America, starting at Texas. And I'm hoping we'll see more of it on the East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, uh, do you follow, uh, what if that, um, Channel or, or Facebook page? What if on Facebook? Mm, I don't think I do. Maybe I should. It's, yeah, it's it's interesting. They uh they said, what if we could build a, a train under the sea that would go from from uh, New York to France, or and, you know, it just goes into what would happen, how it would work, and and it's interesting. That um, sounds like my yeah. dream scenario. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds yeah. wildly expensive. All right, so it, I want yeah, a Shinkansen train yeah. undersea ASAP. Um, mm-hmm. Let's tell the the Japanese to get working on that for me. Yeah, they they're smart about that. <laughs> oh yeah, but that uh, well, they're they're switching to magnetic levitation trains already. Yeah, yeah, they're way beyond what we're doing. Levitation, of course, less friction, more uh, energy efficient yep. and stuff. Can you really yeah. levitate under the sea, though? Is there even a point to levitate under the sea? Well, they they built a, a tunnel for the train. So it would still need to levitate. It would. I think yeah. it would need to levitate. All right. So the conclusion is we need a levitating sea train. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Good news. Good train, talk. I mean, it's it's nothing, really. It's just a, a train under the sea that floats. Yeah, it, it sounds fantastic. They should, they should go ahead and push that out. It, it can't be that hard. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, so that was train talk. Um, just something quirky we like to do. And uh, much like trains, running a podcast costs money. Just, you know, a lot less money. <laughs> There's a train. Yeah, yeah. Mar- we, marginally less money. Marginally less, yeah. Well, uh, if you want to help build the train, I don't know who you need to donate to. I'm sure it's a few thousand a month. We're only asking for $3. If you go on Patreon, um, you can support us just $3 a month or more or less, whatever you want to do. Um, we talk about supporting us on Patreon, and that, that's just because that's the easiest way to support this podcast. But anything you can do or want to do to support us, we're all ears. We're all for. We're all about community. So anything, if you want to run our Twitter account, let us know. We need someone to run the Twitter account. I'm awful at it. Um even stuff like if you just want to open up your church to have a picnic and want to invite other churches, we'll go. And we'll help other churches. We'll invite whoever you want us to invite. We want to be a part of anything that involves church unity that you want to be a part of. We want to connect with you, and we want to support that. And hopefully you guys can support us and support and uh, kind of nurturing church unity as well. Yeah, I'm just curious how... um uh where are you guys? Uh, how far does your podcast go? Um, is, is it a local thing, or is it a nation, nation, national thing, or international? Well, anyone can listen to it. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we are centered in Charlotte. Um, we have a lot of listeners in the Northeast and in Georgia. Um, mm-hmm. And we will get a couple. Last week we got a couple that were in um, France and Australia. Awesome. I think we had one in India, which I just found interesting because. You know, because it's audio, it's it's all in English, and I'm like, huh, makes sense when I see English speaking countries. But India, I was like, huh, I wonder if they listened and had like new yeah, they, English. They speak, Most they of speak, India speaks English. Do, yeah, do some some parts of India yeah. speak English with a different accent, of course. But you know, they, they probably had, think they they listen to us and they think we probably sound weird, and we listen to them and 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 I think they sound weird speaking in English. But it's different parts of the world, different accents. Good to know. Yeah, well, it's just a different yeah. dialect. If you're listening mm-hmm. again, India person, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. But, uh, yeah, of course, also you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And Again, anyway, you guys can thank to support us. Let us know. You can contact us at thewholechurch at gmail.com. Not the whole church podcast, just thewholechurch at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Right. And with that, uh, we wanted to get into the podcast, and we wanted to start with our icebreaker question, All which right. this week is what is your least popular media-related opinion or your most unpopular? Mine. Uh, for example, mine, I don't like Ocean's 11, 12, or 13. I don't like the Ocean's trilogy. Which is an awful opinion, just so everyone knows. <laughs> um, I think my most unpopular or most awful opinion would be... Um, I don't really like memes. I think they're just cheap humor, and I don't really get it most of the time. So, not a big fan of memes. Mm. People at work pick well, me I, regularly about that. Actually, I make. I'm, I'm going to make a meme about you not not liking memes. <laughs> I think you should. We'll share it on all of our social media. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I I don't like Game of Thrones, and I was never into the Walking Dead thing. So I think that's. I guess a lot of people disagree with me on that one. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just you know the way it is. You know, and that's me. <laughs> you on that, I tr- I tried mm-hmm. to watch both of those. I got into Game of Thrones a little bit. It was okay. I guess Walking I Dead. Guess the I just Walking get Dead. Into the, the the Walking Dead for me. Uh, I always watch uh, whatever I need to watch, like on Hulu or Netflix, or whatever platform. Yeah. And I'm always eating when I when when I sit down. I put my phone <laughs> on the table and I'm eating. And the whole thing and with you, the you know. I yeah. guess you can see where that's going with yeah. the yeah, walking dead. And, yeah, I mean, I'm eating something and then a zombie appears and the, the flesh is all falling and I'm just, you know, I don't want to watch yeah. that. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I actually, I haven't even really tried to watch either of those. I'm just, I read a couple of the Walking Dead comic books. They're okay. Mm-hmm. Fascinating stuff. But, uh, <laughs> so with that we'll get into <laughs> the real part of the podcast. Or the real questions for the podcast? You, you know what I mean. I um. Well, so Jerry, you are. I'm not sure what background you're from, but you you do worship now with the church. 
I do I do praise and worship at the local church here in, in Darlington, South Carolina. And uh, I'm originally from, from Mexico. Um, I came to the States when I was nine, didn't speak a word of English. And um, and I've been with the Church of God of Prophecy for mm, since I was since I was 15 and I'm now 34, 35. Actually, I turned 35 two weeks ago. Yeah, we, um, so, yeah. yeah we actually and met. I help out with the, with the Sun School. What was that? Oh, no, go ahead. Yeah, and I also do Sunday school and help help uh, help in any way I can. Yeah, in the local church. Yeah. No, I was saying it's just uh, we actually met at a Church of God a prophecy function a few years back with uh, when Miss Christie brought me. It was a like a, I think it was one of the college campus ministry kind of stuff. Yes, college and I like careers. That. I like that one. It was pretty pretty memorable. Yeah, yeah, it was mm-hmm. good times. Good times. Miss Christie's great. Okay. So it's a good mutual friend. And I wasn't old enough at that point. Really? <laughs> yeah, TJ's the youngin. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so one thing, me, me and TJ both work at Chipotle here in Pineville, North Carolina. And uh-huh. it's kind of opened our eyes up to, or at least mine, to just some unique issues with some of them. Of our Hispanic friends in America that we kind of got to know through Chipotle. And it's just been really interesting to me. Um, like we have one friend from Ecuador, I think it is, who, you know, didn't speak English at all and is trying to, you know, kind of get more into English music, but also is really attached to, you know, things were done a lot differently where she came from and kind of just seeing oh, that Mel. kind of, yeah, yeah, Mel. Yeah. Kind of that that big culture gap is, it, it's just interesting yeah. when, when you know the person, it's, it's so much different to see it personally like that. And then, uh, and you know, a lot of us, a lot of us, you know, even though we know how to speak English, um, a lot of us, at least uh, me, I struggle when they say, would you pray? And I'm like, well, can I pray in Spanish? And I'm like, well, you can pray in English. And it's, it's harder for me to express myself in prayer in English. And I'm trying, I'm working on it, but, uh, it's tough um, because our brains are, are are wired Spanish. And a friend of my a friend of mine asked me. He said, "You know, when when you dream, you know, when you, when you have dreams at night, do you ever dream in English or Spanish? Do you?" And I start. I never really thought about it. And then I realized that ninety nine percent of my dreams are in in Spanish. And so, you know, it's 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 different. It's a it's hard to and then, um, to express ourselves, and, and you know. And then I I also translate um, whenever you know Chucky Chandler. Yeah, we love yeah. Chucky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, if Chucky's listening, how you <laughs> doing, Chucky? How you doing? Oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> if he's not this. listening, let's give him a call and let's tell him to uh, you know, to tune in. Yeah, he needs but, to be. Uh, yeah. He needs to be honest. <laughs> yeah, he um, what sometimes he. He he preaches. He loves he loves the Hispanic ministry. He loves his, the Spanish people, and, and we get along very well with him. And uh, he shows up and he preaches in English, and I translate in Spanish. And I can probably I could do it I can do it pretty fluently, but when it comes the other way, when I have to translate from Spanish to English, then that's a whole total total different story. I I can't really do it as well. So yes, uh, language. It's definitely a, a barrier there. I know. Just, just a interesting thing, because you, you talked about Chucky. We had a, one of the international Church of Prophecy assemblies was in, um, I want to say it was in Tennessee I got to go to, and Ch- Chucky actually spoke. And beforehand, you know, they do a bunch of different worship songs in different languages. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. remember, yeah, oh, I had a really specific time where, you know, the Spirit took over and to me, I was just speaking in tongues, and then someone else told me you were actually singing that song in Spanish, and it was it was just really neat, kind of seeing all of that and kind of seeing how the spirit's supposed to work in that way, just like it does in Acts, yeah. you know. And that that language barrier, kind of being able to be overcome by the spirit, was re- it was really cool to see that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, you know, we always say uh, in heaven we'll all be speaking Spanish, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you meant to say King James English, right? 
<laughs> I still pray with the, my imagine, vowels imagine. in that. So. Yeah. Oh man. What art thou? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I um. You know, uh, speaking of thou, uh, thou is actually supposed to be the informal form of you. You is the formal version, and somehow that's the one we really? got to be stuck with. Yeah. At least in old English, Shakespearean so English. <laughs> but I, uh, <laughs> yeah, but and, uh, we are expecting our word fact of the day. Uh, well, we had uh, okay. another, another friend from Chipotle. I-, I wanted to mention, but not by name. It was a uh, she? She actually was from Mexico, and you know they they have family who are here but aren't legal, and it just you hear about that kind of stuff on the news, you know about the different problems with the legal system with that. But it's so weird when it's someone you know, just because it's like, oh, this is like a real issue, not just something that, you know, they, they kind of blurt out on the news. And it's, I don't know. I think, I think, I think that's, um, that issue is a complex one. It's not a black or white. It's not as simple as that. It's, uh, and I'm going to be honest, totally honest with you. When I was brought here at nine, I came here illegally and my mom brought me and uh, whenever, you know, I went to school, I didn't speak English. When I was 16 years old, everybody, my friends were driving their cars to school. I couldn't get a license. Obviously, I couldn't drive to school. So that was, you know, I started realizing there was something there. Um when it came to get a job, a good job, I couldn't get a good job because I didn't have a social security number. And, um, and yeah, it is, a, it is an issue, but it's, and I understand following the rules and, and, and everything, but sometimes, you know, I, I was brought here. I didn't have a choice. And, and now I've been here for, ah, oh man, I came when I was nine, 26 years. And, uh, wow. now I have a work permit. So I'm, I'm, uh, better off. But I can understand when somebody is not, you know, 100% legal here, I guess. And it's not that they're criminals and they rapists or whatever. It's just, it's more complicated than that. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, of course. For sure. So, it's, um, yeah, no, we don't, we don't want to touch the politics, of course, about, you know, what's right or what's wrong yeah. or any of that. But as, no, as far as it goes, these issues that do come up from that kind of thing happening, how, how should, you know, we as Christians behave towards one another when these kind of barriers are, I think, what, what could I do better? Well, you know, it's, it's what could, uh, supporting each other. I mean, in helping each other in, in prayer and understanding, uh, I try not to get into politics myself. Um, I, I try to see, you know, judging people by their character. Um, and then, understanding the person not not being quick to judge um would help a lot um i think you know we we make a mistake when we think he's legal or she's illegal and and he or she you know can't come to church because even that was a problem uh, i can think about three four years ago that i can i i saw that problem when um uh, the, something about churches helping illegal people and, and taking their tax exempt off or whatever. And so some churches were afraid of helping Latinos, uh, or, or, or people in, I don't know. It's a compli- complicated issue, uh, Josh. It's a complicated issue there. Um, I wish I could, I wish I had an answer for, for, for that, but I really don't. I just prayer and, and getting to know the person. And helping in any way they can, um, you know, would help because obviously we're here to to have a better life for for us and our families, um, and that's you know that's what I can say there. So you start just start individually, just start with kind of being understanding, being friendly, you know, common decency kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Being understanding, being friendly. Not quick to judge. Um, be kind. Um, yeah, what's the the Tim McGraw song? That, that's a good American thing, right? Always be humble and kind. 
Is that Tim McGregor? Uh, of course, yeah. Right. Hmm. So as far Tim? as... Oh, I yeah. don't know. I don't listen to Tim McGraw. <laughs> but uh, as far as the not legal side, uh, as far as just the Latino, Latin community, uh, is there any way that we white American church folk could help uh, bridge that gap without, you know, delving into the much more complicated side of the issue. Mm-hmm. It was Tim McGraw, by the way. Well, <laughs> well, um, you see, you guys or, or the American church has done a lot to reach out to, um, to, to Latinos, not, not only in the U.S., but in Latin America and South America and Central America and Mexico, you guys, uh, the, the American church, not only, not, not only the Church of God of Prophecy or Church of God or Baptist, the American church in general has done a lot to, um, to reach out to the, to the Spanish speaking community. Cause I can, I can, and, and it, it's, it is because of the missionaries that a lot of, you know, the, the gospel is growing in South America. It started because of the American missionaries that were, that were giving their time and, and part of their lives to, to stay there for years and years and to teach and, and to help. So yeah, I'm always thankful for, for the American church in that way. So, so missionaries and, and, um, also here in Darlington, it was an American church that had the vision to have a Spanish speaking congregation here. And, and they were the ones that got vans and they went out to the fields and they got families together and brought them to church and it started growing and growing. And, and, and now here, here we are. We have a, we have a pretty healthy uh, congregation here in Darlington. And it's, you know, it started there with the American church doing something about it. Um, getting vans, putting their, their heads together and their resources and, and their time to go pick them up, to bring them to church, to take them back, um, different stuff like that. So maybe um, if you see a need for, if you see uh, your church doesn't have a Spanish congregation and you see a need out there, maybe bring it to the pastor and, and talk over it and pray, pray over it and, and try to start something like that. We actually we talked to um, Father Jonathan just a couple weeks ago from the Greek Orthodox Church here in Charlotte Trinity Church, and um, yeah, they they're starting at the Greek Orthodox Church is starting a Hispanic service as well soon or Spanish speaking service mm-hmm. soon too. So that's really just really neat to know. Uh, that's nice. Churches yeah, are putting the effort good. forth. Yeah. So so it goes back to that: be kind, be human. Kind Always of, be exactly. humble and kind. I think we should play the song. Right. I don't think we should. <laughs> yeah. uh, be like Tim McGraw. Yeah. Be the you be Tim nice. McGraw knows you can be. <laughs> be the you Tim McGraw knows you can be. That might be yeah. my so, new favorite quote from this podcast. It, I guess the, the, the one, one thing you, you said, TJ, was uh, be human. And that's that's important. I think that, that hits it in the head. I think uh, be human. Be Realize that we are all human and we none of us are perfect and we we all need each other because after all we're only human exactly so you've attended uh i'm assuming fully hispanic services and fully by american services right i have yeah i okay. have uh in fact so, we uh we put together um youth camps for for spanish speaking uh youths uh, and it was done 100% in Spanish. Um, in, in, in our church here is 100% in Spanish. And whenever, you know, um, we are serving the, the need in Hispanics. We are, you know, uh, we feel there's, there, there, there are people that speak, speak English and churches that speak English and they reach out to the, to the American Spanish, uh, English speaking community. But we we uh we serve the Spanish speaking community. That's not to say that Americans are not welcome at our church by any means. But if you don't speak Spanish, then you probably, probably well. Shouldn't. If you don't if you don't speak Spanish and you show up to our church, we'll just uh kick you out. I'm just <laughs> <you>. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a so great policy. No, no, no. If what you don't I... speak Spanish and you show up to our church, we'll we'll get a translator 
translator and we'll, we'll, we'll try our best so that you can uh, understand. In fact, this, this weekend, um, an elderly, an elderly woman came to our church and she didn't speak English and I translated for her. Um, I don't know if I did a good job, but I think, you know, I tried <laughs> my best. Mm-hmm. So what are the biggest differences you've seen between, uh, an American, a white American church service and a Hispanic one. Other than Di- the language. Dynamics. Dynamics. Uh, let me see. Um, I, American churches and, and I'll be, like I said, again, a hundred percent honest. Um, I've been to American churches and what I see is a big difference in age, age. Um, American churches are growing old. Um, in, in, in Latino churches, the average is probably 35, 40. In, in American churches, the average, I don't know how, what the age is, but it seems like every church I visit, it's, it's elder, a lot of elderly. Um, and I don't know if something is happening with the youth. Where, where, where are they? You know, I, I get worried about it. Uh, what's going on with the, with the generation that's coming? Um, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, our churches definitely are growing older. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. hopefully we'll be able to talk about soon when we're doing an ageism podcast with a couple different people from our denomination, from different age groups. Um, and, and that is one of the big concerns for our, our denomination, especially is just, you know, the staff's growing old, the churches are growing older. And I, I kind of wonder, if part of that has to do with, um, you said uh, the Latino churches are younger. I wonder if part of it has to do with the fact that a lot of, you know, our American, white American church services are almost kind of dry. Whereas, and not just in church and music in general, I've, I've noticed um, Spanish speaking music seems to have more emotion, more life to it almost. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that has something to do with it. That, the youth are drawn to that life. It's it's probably yeah. It's I mean it's got something to do with it. I wouldn't say it's a hundred percent. That's what's up. That's what's going on. But it's it's definitely the style of the worship. Um, and 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 you know and and we, I what I try to do at church is stay stay not a hundred percent modern and not a hundred percent old school. And I I try to mix it up. Um, so that I can, you know, that the older people feel comfortable singing and praising and, and, and clapping and everything. And at the same time, the young, the younger ones also, you know, feel comfortable, which, and, and even, that's not to say that we in, in, in Hispanic churches don't have issues with the youth, uh, not wanting to show up because we, we do. Uh, and I think that's a problem in general in the U.S. I don't know about the rest of the world, but the U.S., we're seeing a lot of, uh, a lot of influencers, quote unquote, from Facebook, from Twitter, from, from different medias, um, that are influencing our youth and, and carrying them, carrying them in the wrong direction, unfortunately. And, and that's a problem, I think. We need to address that and we need to do something about it. Oh, yeah. I know, um, right. well, this is kind of, I guess, kind of strange. When I was in Wilmington, North Carolina, I held an Assemblies of God start a children's church. And, and after a few months, they, they wanted to start because they had a, just a Spanish-speaking service. And uh, the pastor for that service asked if we would do a children's service for them as well. And I was like, oh, sure, I don't know it. So they, they teamed me up with someone who could translate you know, English to Spanish. And we started a children's service. And within like two weeks, it was three times bigger than the children's service for the English-speaking church and i was like wow this is really weird i was speaking to like 30 plus kids and you know i'm just kind of like i really hope the translator is saying the same thing that i'm saying but i don't really have any <laughs> way to know you know like, you just be like hey this guy's dumb the kids might have thought it was fun <laughs> yeah but no it was it was interesting just well, those kids were so excited to be there and i think that was the big difference yeah it was a challenge to make the kids in the English service, excited to show up. Whereas the other one, they were already excited. It was kind of like, I just mm-hmm. had to keep the excitement. And then it's, it's different things. Um, different things excite different, uh, different audience, audiences. 
for instance, I can remember growing up, you know, the toys that I wanted, the type of toys that I, that I, that I wanted and I never had. And I come here to the U.S. and I see even my, my nephew, my brother, uh, my brother's son. He's only about three years old and he's got all these toys and all these things and all this technology. And, and I, and I, I question, I, I ask myself, when he grows up, will he appreciate everything, all that he has? Will he get excited whenever he sees, you know, a toy or whatever? Will, will that be just, you know, normal to him? Because that's to say when, you know, youth, what, what gets him excited? Um, a Latino youth is going to be different from, from, a, from a white or black youth. Um, what gets people excited? That's what, you know, that's what we need to ask ourselves. What, what gets people excited? Of course, the way we present the, the word of God, we need to be more dynamic, um, and, and, and more to their interest. The word of God is not going to change. We're not going to sugarcoat it or anything, but we, we got to, be creative whenever we present it to them. Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about, um, you know, you see a lot of churches like um, Elevations here in Charlotte. That, that's a big one. They really good at catering yeah. to, you know, the, the people they speak to and you get a lot of people. And also just, um, you know, you said we're not shying away from just giving the word. And that, that's one thing I, I really loved about Billy Graham's ministry was he just gave the Bible. Like he challenged people. He was like, I'll just show up and say the Bible and people will listen. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to his sermons, it's very plain. Just him being like, Hey, this is what the gospel is. Yeah. And he's, yeah, I've seen, I've seen uh, some parts of his, of, of his sermons and, and he's talking about, you know, when Jesus came, he died for you on the cross. He wants to forgive you truths like that. And like you said, just plain and simple, just saying it. Um, so I guess we need to pray that we have the, the the people with their hearts open to ready to receive the word. Yeah, and I, I think one of the keys to Billy Graham's ministry and to any ministry is he was excited just about the plain gospel, just about Jesus came to, mm-hmm. so that you could be saved, and that that's what got him excited. And once when the speaker is excited, that's when the audience is interested. It's like, okay, this actually matters to him. Yeah, I think a lot of us in ministry or, you know, worship, you know, whatever, have to ask ourselves, are we, is this really what we're passionate about? Do Are we really yeah. excited by it? Because if we're not, you're sure not going to get anybody else excited by it. Yeah. Passion shows. And if you're passionate, it's going to show. And it's going to get other people passionate. It's contagious. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And 100%. I do really understand what you've been saved from and who saved you and at what cost? I think it's hard not to be excited. So definitely, definitely a good understanding just of the gospel is pretty key. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, that's, that, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I'm good. So is that what, do you feel like we are lacking that at, as a congregation? Uh, is that passion what we're lacking? To really grow the church and unite us? I think um, probably that passion in, in, um, I, I had it in my head, it just left. Uh, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the, 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 the authenticity of it. Be authentic. Um, be authentic and, and, and really, what, like the word says, uh, live what you preach, preach. Um, and, uh, it's hard today. It's hard nowadays. See, one of the things that I always tell the congregation is whenever somebody sees you, don't be mad. Don't get mad because somebody, you know, is judging you. It's, you know, nowadays it's don't judge me. Only God can judge me. But you go back to the Bible. Uh, Paul said, um, I am an open letter. Anybody can see me and the way I live and the way I, I talk and, and everybody's welcome to, to, to look at me. Look at what I do. So in, in 
be imitators of me as I am of, of Christ. So I think that's that's one of the things that is, the church is missing nowadays. We we are so quick to say, don't judge me. Instead of saying, look at my life, you're welcome to see. Because uh, I want to be open. I want to be transparent. I want to be, you know, open and transparent. Yeah. That don't judge me mindset can really get in the way of just leadership. You, you lead by example. Uh-huh. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. All right. So do you see, do you see a practical way for us to do that as a congregation? Is there just a way that we can reasonably achieve to make that better in the church? Practically, a uh, practical way. When we are sincere with God, it's easier to be sincere with the world. So it, our prayers probably need to be adjusted and say, God, this is, this is me. I can't, I mean, I can lie to my, to my neighbor. I can lie to my pastor, but I can't lie to you and I want to be sincere to you. And as I am sincere to you or with you, Help me be sincere with uh with everybody around me, um, and 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 you know, I that's that's the, other than that, I, I honestly I don't know what what else we could do. Prayer prayer works, and the way you pray makes a difference. Yeah, when prayer is just a ritual, it's hard to get excited. But when you're honest, God can really get you fired up. Yeah, but, um, yes, definitely. I've I've had prayers where. You know, it seems like nothing happens. And, and I've had prayers where I'm very uh, honest with God and, and very passionate. And you can see, you can feel the passion. You can feel the presence of God when you were really sincere. Um, you, if you, I think you've read about Anna. I think it's Anna. Yeah. When she was praying and she was being being passionate, asking God to give her a son. And Eli thought that she was drunk. <laughs> um and, and, and she said, I'm not drunk. I'm just passionate. You know, I'm, I'm praying with passion. So I guess we need to, we need to pray with passion. Uh, I had a years ago, I didn't know the difference between, you know, I was like, well, I don't want to be too emotional before God. I don't want to, I don't want to come like that. But then I started thinking, I got to be passionate about what I want. Um, whenever you say you like a girl, you're passionate about it. You tell her, you, you know, you, so when you, my prayer is God, make me fall in love with you every day more and more and help me be sincere with you every day more and more. And I help me be passionate about it. Yeah, for sure. And as more people pray prayers like that, you know, more people are passionate in their prayer, honest with God. What, what, do you, what difference do you think we'll see around us? We'll see, we'll see a big difference. I mean, it, I've, um, I've seen a change in, in the way I talk to people um, when I used to not pray as much versus when I prayed passionately. I became more bold about my, my you know, my testimony and, and testifying to other people, uh, more encouraged. Um, and, and more my faith grew in, in, because I started praying more passionately, more passionately. And, uh, you get more, you get strength. Um, you see a difference and people see and feel a difference as well. Awesome. All right. Pray intentionally. Pray intentionally. Exactly. Uh, and, and a pastor once, like a couple of weeks ago, I was talking to a pastor that came from Argentina and I went to pick him up in Charleston. So we had a good two hours of talking and, and just getting, intimate and, and, and sincere and one of the things he said to me he said whenever you are singing a song sing it like it's the last time you're going to sing that song whenever you're praying pray like it's the last prayer in, in, in your in your life and uh and whenever you pray pray with direction um so yeah definitely that's that's what we need to do all right mm -hmm. Thank you very much. All right, so we just got a last couple segments before we uh, kind of close this out. And 
one of them is just for our Patreon listeners, so we'll, we'll do that at the very end. But uh, one thing we like to do is just, uh, we like to talk about our God moment of the week. It's just something God's done for us, or something we've been challenged with, or something that's just touched us in a spiritual way that we, uh, in the last week, just just talk about them. Let everyone know that we're real people, and keep them in tune with what's going on, and maybe, maybe help other people also reflect on what's happening in their life week to week, who's listening to this, so. TJ, did you want to start with a God moment, or did you want me to start? You go ahead. My my God moment is actually brought to you by Tiberius Wan. You know, <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, yeah, thank you. We we were talking. I won't say Friday. We were talking about Bernie Sanders for some reason, and how crazy it is. He's like, oh, how old is he now? Like eighty years old or something? Yeah, somewhere and around there. His whole he's life. He stood for the same causes, you know, whether you agree with him or not. It's insane that he's been so passionate about the same thing for so long. And we were talking about it, and I was just trying to be like, yeah, could you imagine me when I was like 80 years old still being like, yeah, church, get along, come on, being that grotchety old man? And TJ just went, uh, he told me that, you told me, you assumed that I was going to be that old man. And I don't know, like, it kind of hit me like a, oh, wow. But that's what God had me here for. To be an old grotchety man about church unity and just keep going at this. And I don't know. It was really encouraging to be reminded of that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Very nice. The, my God moment of the week is, uh, I recently got to spend some time this past Saturday, uh, with some good friends that I hadn't got to spend time with in Last time I saw them was state conference uh, for our denomination. Josh, you met them that day. Oh, wow. Cool. And, uh, yeah. And it was, uh, we, we just watched hockey Saturday night. Oh, yeah. There were 13 games on. And uh, I'm just really thankful that I got to spend time with those people that I hold so dear. And, you know, it's, there's, there's no love lost between time with those kinds of friends. Just thank God for that. Awesome, awesome. Well, I've I've had uh, I guess uh, more than one, I guess, but I guess you guys have two. We just picked one, but I guess I'm gonna you can I'm gonna go you with <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, I think I told you before that I, I have a, a painting company and I have uh, jobs here and there and I've been very busy lately and uh, about two weeks ago. Um, we were at a prayer service at church and uh, we were praying for one another. We got, we separated into uh, groups of three and, and they asked me, what would you like to pray about? And what's, what need do you have? And I said, well, I want, I want God to bring um, people to my company that are, are honest, that are hardworking and that know the job like I do. And, you know, I honestly, I didn't want to say that because I feel like that's like more material. That's not a spiritual or whatever. But I really felt the need to say that because, again, I was remembering I was remembering the pastor that said, pray with direction. And that was the direction that I wanted to pray. And so time passed. And, and, and just uh, two days ago, I, I, had, I had forgotten about it a little bit. And two days ago, um, someone called me and said, I have, do you, do you have a job I can have? And I said, how long have you paint? Have you been in the business of painting? He said, I've been painting for 20 years and I, I know the job and I'm, I'm, uh, I have a friend of mine that wants the job as well. And I said, sure, let's meet. And, and, and we met today and, and they are right now, they are working and they, I went by and it seems like they're doing a good job and they seem like nice people. So I think that's a prayer that God answered. Praise God. Praise God. Mm-hmm. And, um, Always loves before, before we start our outro stuff and then our last segment for our patron listeners, um, I kind of got a strange request. So feel free to say no and I'll just cut out the fact that I asked you this. All right. <laughs> but, um, I was wondering if you'd be willing to, Pray for our listeners and for one another, and that we'd be able to be more united and more understanding and just human towards one another. And if you could pray in Spanish for us, that'd be great. Okay, yeah, I can do that. 
Um, I remember just before I, I, I start praying, I remember um, you, you've been to uh, see you at the pole in school, right? Yeah. Or meet yeah. you. But yeah. Yeah. I remember going to one of those events and, and a group of us was meeting out there and then we formed groups and we started praying and, and, and uh, each of us prayed. And when it, it came time to me, I started praying in Spanish. And then one of the one of the guys um, touched me on my shoulder and said, uh, "Jerry, you're praying. You're praying in Spanish. We can't understand you." <laughs> <laughs> and I, I didn't say this, but I wanted to say, you know what? But God can understand me. So. <laughs> oh yeah, and that's yeah. I think that's the important thing. That God yeah. understands you. So yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and say a prayer if you want to. Oh yeah. Um. Please. All right. Padre, en el nombre de Jesucristo, venimos delante de ti, Señor, agradecidos por todo lo que nos das y con toda la humildad de nuestro corazón. Venimos delante de ti, Señor, gracias por la vida que nos das, gracias por la salvación a través de tu Hijo Jesucristo, gracias por la muerte y la resurrección. Te damos gracias y te exaltamos y pedimos que tu nombre sea levantado en todas las naciones, Señor, y que todos, todas las lenguas del mundo confiesen que tú eres el Rey, que tú eres el Señor, que tú eres el Salvador y que tú todo lo puedes, Señor. En esta hora, Padre, te pedimos por, por Josh y por TJ, Señor, y por este podcast. Te pedimos por aquellos que están escuchando, Señor, en este momento, que tú, Dios mío, traigas paz al que está necesitado de paz, Señor. Que tú alimentes al hambriento, Padre. Que tú te acuerdes de aquel que está necesitado, Padre. Te damos gloria y te damos honra. Te pedimos por las iglesias, Señor, aquí en Estados Unidos, de habla hispana y de habla inglesa, Señor. Que tú nos traigas unidos, que tu Espíritu Santo se derrame, Señor, que seamos más unidos y que nos apoyemos, nos entendamos y nos ayudemos los unos a los otros. También te pido, Señor, por la Iglesia Internacional, Padre, porque sabemos que tú estás en todos los rincones del mundo. Pedimos por aquellos que están dando sus vidas por ti, que tú les des fuerza, fortaleza, Padre, que tú los alcances y que les ayudes, Señor. En el nombre de Jesucristo. Amén, amén y amén. 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 Or sort of near the beginning of this, saying how hard it is for you to pray in English, and I felt like it was important for everyone to hear how different it is, how more significant for someone to be able to pray in their own language, and how God hears that. And Amen. I think it really touched me to just be able to hear someone in tuned with God, not not just in the language I know, but in a language I don't know. And how God's just everywhere and understands all of it. And it's just, it's an amazing thing. Thank you. Thank you for that. Amen. Amen. Well, glory to be, glory to the Lord. And uh, we're all one. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. We're, uh, I guess now we'll go into our outro. And then we, again, we have that one last segment just for the people who listen on Patreon. And uh, yeah, but uh, TJ, you want to go ahead and start closing us out? Right. Uh, so thanks for listening, guys. Thank you, Jerry, for uh, being so cooperative and recording with us today. Well, thank you guys yeah, for we... thinking of me, and, and you know I appreciate you guys uh, contacting me and, and and being patient with me. <laughs> but yeah, it's, we've uh, we've been back and forth where you know something's happened in my life or your life, and it, it's been hard to make this happen. Yeah. But I'm I'm glad it happened. <laughs> yeah. By by the way, I hope your mom is doing well. Yeah. Yeah. It's um. It's a. Uh, Tiffany's grandmother. Yeah, she's okay. They released her from the hospital today. We're still still praying. Still not really sure what all's going on there, but okay. All right. So if anyone's yeah. listening and wants to pray, that's a good thing for you to pray for. <laughs> so uh, if you made it this far, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Way to remember the uh, Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, it, we kind of have one. Yeah, we we sort of have a Twitter. I, I've been trying. I've tried harder this week than most weeks. Uh, anything else do we um, do we need to announce? You're just about just just like me because I do have a Twitter, but I never use it. <laughs> right? Yeah. I have one. I I don't I don't remember the last time I used it. He doesn't follow the whole church podcast. I could tell you all that. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, well, but uh, I don't, you guys should follow. The whole church podcast, even on Twitter that we don't use. <laughs> you know what? I'll go. I'll go and follow it since you know we gotta be. <laughs> Thank you. There's that leading by example. Yeah, no there pressure. We are. Yeah. Awesome. But uh, 
yeah, other than that, uh, what are some future guests we have, TJ? Well, uh, honestly, I'm unsure. We, well, we've got our bishop, Brother McLaughlin, has agreed to be on. Jeff White. Uh, eventually. Sister uh, Rose. Brother Jeff White. From uh, Wilmington oh. UNCW. From the Catholic Campus Ministries there. He's going to be on. I just confirmed that date, so I'm really excited. I'll be here in a few weeks. Um, of course, we have the Ageism podcast. I don't know if I've told TJ this yet. This might be just a big announcement. Probably but, uh, not. Father Pat is going to be back on at the end of this month. I did see that, actually. You actually put that one on the schedule. Uh, yeah, I'm, Josh. I'm really excited. Yes, sir. Um, and I want to mention that uh, we, um, I'm working on an album, um, and it's coming out in about three, four months. And it's in Spanish, so See, what's... any Spanish people out there, the the album's name is uh, My Reason of Being, uh, and um, it's going to be nice. It's taking me a while to get it together, but it's coming out very where, nice. Where will they be able to find that? They'll find it. They should be able to find it on YouTube, and if they want to buy the songs, it should be uh, on um uh, iTunes and, and, and I'm sure it's going to be on Spotify and I'm, I'm going to you know release it all, all in as many avenues as I can so be on the lookout for that it's going to be uh, Jerry Brito my, my reason of being in Spanish of course it's going to be Mi Razón de Ser in Spanish and so the the song uh, the main song is uh, a reggae style so oh, one of oh. get together yeah, one of these days we should get together and um, and, and you should listen to it. It's pretty good. I would love to hear it. Yeah, I got a, a couple Spanish songs on different Spotify playlists. I really like the um, the vibe and the feel of the music. I think it's great. I love reggae, so. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. All right, so make sure you look out for Jerry Brito's new album and of course, in the coming months. And, of course, at the end yeah. of this season. Yeah, at the yeah. end of the season, we'll be joined by none other than Francis Chan. Who just doesn't know he it He just yet. doesn't know it yeah. yet. Yep. <laughs> Might have confused you, by the way. I said it that time. <laughs> he still doesn't know. Yeah, still has no idea.